I cannot stop podcasting. It's 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 like an addiction of sorts to keep podcasting and cracking open the mic. But today is the Sunday pod, and sometimes I utilize this feature, sometimes I don't. But in a week that was chaos, craziness, at SCOTUS, it's, as I'm talking to my friend Danny here, who's actually a psychology major, Danny, you're no stranger to this podcast. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm a little stressed. Obviously, I think all of us should be. I think what I'm calling the whiplash in Washington is going to have a ripple effect amongst everyone, and you were proving that point. But I want to hone in on this because, let's be real, uh, the media is focusing on the physical impact of Roe v. Wade overturn, the physical abortion. But you reminded me, uh, no, no, it's not just physical. The mental mindset is heavily impacted. And I go on to say, I would further say, both genders are affected by this mentally, but I want to start with where you're coming from first. Right, and obviously they are now going to be traumatized and worried about being pregnant. I mean, that's the first thing. The worry, I think every woman has that worry at some point in their life, but now it's enhanced three times, isn't it? Yes, it is. Or more. I mean, could could we see, unfortunately, suicide? Could we see um, just a really bad pattern developing here? about the three exceptions, I feel like that gets thrown out the window. The, the, the Republicans always had the three exceptions thing as if they were going to dictate everything, right? But they did. They had the rape, incest, and uh, there was a third one. Oh, and danger to the woman's health. And I don't know. That three exception thing hasn't been brought up. So does that mean Republican states are now saying, oh, we don't care about exception. We're just going to ban it? I, I think we are seeing some term bans, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Which is which is not good. I mean, look, we can all deal with eighteen weeks. Uh, you know, um, we can all deal with having it banned at six weeks or or seven. But then again, there are some states that want to take it to eighteen weeks, which isn't the answer either. A baby should not be aborted as it's literally just been born. I think there's a better way to handle that. Um, but that's 
a discussion for another time. Uh, what can we do? Uh, well, I guess males, firstly, what can males do in support of women and, and, and just stand by them as they go through this ordeal? What can guys do to stand by even their own woman during this ordeal? Exactly. And even if a woman is not pregnant right now, I think it's just very clear that all women feel this right now uh, emotionally. And we'll, we'll have to see how this goes. As for a male, I mean, we've always agreed that we have no right to say what a woman could do with her uterus, right? That is just a fact of life. We have no right to say anything. But this decision makes us change how we approach the dating world, I think, also. Yeah, that's true, too. Because now, you know, it's it's a lot. And, oh, the other thing about the trauma that the women are going to face is the media is not even covering the mental health, as I say. They're, they're dealing with the physical a lot more, and that's even more traumatizing to women. That Like, oh, my God, they're telling us what to do with their bodies. The minute you get that narrative out there by the media, it affects them... Um, a little more than saying, oh, by the way, these are the states that still have abortion. There are a wide amount of states, but crossing state lines, that's a 1970s pre-Roe situation that we've never seen in our lifetime. Exactly. And that's, that's the trauma here, but do you think the media is playing into the mental impact of this? No. I have not heard any media saying anything about the mental health part. But, I mean, do you think they're contributing to it by specifically focusing on the physical and not talking about resources? I guess my question. Yeah. They're They're right. Mm. They're on the physical, which, yes, they should, but also they need to highlight what the mental health aspect is. What's, um, when you have whiplash like this in in the news cycle, Danny, I know you follow it close to sometimes. What's your mental health check-in? Like, how do you stay sane above all this nuttiness and I would say nonsense? Well, right now, yes, I'm following it, but I still have to keep up with it. Because Yeah, exactly, and that is very true, and we're, we're praying you get through that shit as well, Danny Voice. I haven't talked to you in a little bit, so that is a development that my listeners don't know about, that you've been going through a lot. But does it affect, I mean, does it affect your outreach, meaning if someone reached out to you today and said, hey, Danny, what do I do? You'd still answer, even if you're not feeling 100%, or are you kind of, 
Like, like, how are you approaching it from from that angle? You don't sound like you're slowing down, man. And I love to hear that. That's very encouraging. I'm, I'm trying not to slow down because I hate doing it. You hate the. I hate slowing down. I, I'm, I'm always the one that wants to do something and not just lay around and do nothing. And. I want to be clear about something I said about nonsense. I don't mean the issue is nonsense. I mean what the court has done is nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Because this is precedent. This was before Trump got elected. And you know what? People say, oh, there they go, blaming Trump again. Well, he elected three judges, and it's apparent, it's very apparent if you go back on the records, that Gorsuch and Kavanaugh, I remember distinctly reporting on this back in the day, said they would keep present. I even talked to you about this, Danny. I remember texting you about that. Boy, were we absolutely wrong. I hope they got the last two sentences because my phone, my computer froze up. Anyway, uh, let me repeat it one more time. I was texting with Danny like four, five years ago when both Gorsuch and Kavanaugh were undergoing their big, uh, you know, SCOTUS hearings. And I remember distinctly texting Danny, you know, the idea that they may not, they may overturn is that I thought was nonsense because they said at the hearing, oh, that's precedent. So you and I genuinely believe that they would keep precedent. Yes. But it is disturbing to know that if you can lie on your job application to get the Supreme Court, it that's disturbing, man. Let alone the mental health of the ruling alone. The, the, the fact that the court is now uh, uh, that is really disturbing. Because a no one should lie on the job application, but to lie to become a judge—that's scary. I think that's even scarier than Biden picking someone, an African American woman, for diversity. That's just what it is. Now you're telling me that two judges that made this huge decision and said they wouldn't back in the day were elected. And, and you know, the senator is saying how remorseful they are or how they wouldn't have done it. That's bullshit. Like, you know, own up to the fact that you you ran with these guys. Yeah. Don't tell me, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Well, or you were misled. Well, I don't know. Do your research. I, I don't know. So it's it's bad, and it's even worse when I'm starting to curse on my podcast. You know shit's going downhill if that's happening, Danny. So, Because <sighs> Danny knows I never curse. Like, I just genuinely don't like to do it, because whatever. I still like to think this could be a radio show one day. But for now, yeah, this is horrible. This is the worst we've been going through um, that I can remember, Danny. I mean, as far as SCOTUS goes, 9-11 will always be the worst day. In fact, I, I kind of get insulted when people say, when you compare to that level, 
this is the most tragic day in American history. Like, okay, it's horrible, but it didn't, you know, it wasn't 3,000 lives uh, killed. However, we can say that women's health is in jeopardy now. Now lives are in jeopardy, no? Because if they don't have the right resources, if they don't have... Also, this also, I would say, increases the need for sex education in high school. Can we just go there for a minute? Yeah. It's like teen pregnancy is actually celebrated. I hate to say it. It's celebrated on TV. Uh, you know, it's like, that should be... There should be sex education for that. Yeah. And... Unfortunately, when kids do it when they're young and they're pushed into a corner, it's horrible for everybody. Yep. So, yes, we need a SCOTUS that's going to be stable again because I like to think they're the glue that keeps the crazy legislation and the executive branch together. I mean, they keep this country together through their laws. That's the point. <laughs> and... I mean, you can argue with me, oh, well, they're going to keep the laws in place. It just goes back to the states. But some states are saying, screw it. We're just going to ban. And it's not just, I, as I said earlier, Danny, I could deal with a six-week ban. But I cannot deal with uh, a full, I, I can't, how do I say it? I can't deal with a ban on everything. Let's put it that way. That's what I cannot deal with. Exactly. And that's what some states are gunning for. I think it's ironic and important to note because DeSantis gets a lot of heat and a lot of crap. And I'm not a fan of Ron DeSantis personally, Danny. I don't think you are either. Like that guy. But to his credit, as of right now, Florida still has bans in place which you would never expect in the media frenzy to actually have that revelation that Florida and Georgia, two very southern states, still have bans in place, which is, or still have, um, still have, you know, ability to have abortion in place, I should say. Yeah. So them not banning abortion is kind of a surprise. It's just the Bible Belt, and obviously that fits the Christian narrative of biblical, blah, but... Who, I always say this, who did Jesus sit with the most, the less than, the least of these? Mary, who was supposedly around town, known as this prop Mary Magdalene, but he took her under his wing. Like, he accepted women, and this idea that it's a Christian, it's it's a sin to have a boy, I, I, don't, I don't buy it. I don't agree with it. Because it's it's needed sometimes in the worst case scenario. But I will say this one other point. Or two other points as we've been we've been talking for sixteen minutes. How is that possible, Dan? Um the point there are two more points I'd like to make though, which is this is going to be a depopulation tool, meaning women will be more scared to try and have kids in case something goes wrong, right? I mean that's that's gonna be an issue. And in general, sex will become lower. We're already seeing rates. I mean, this was the first year in a while that there was actually more kids born, uh, according to, I think, CDC or whatever. But this was the first year. 
But overall, the trend has been downward for kids, for people having kids. This sinks it more beyond that. There won't be even sex because both parties will be nervous that she could become pregnant. Isn't that a legitimate fear now? And isn't it more, I mean, I, I wouldn't say crazy. I don't know how to say it, but isn't that harmful to a society when you don't encourage people to have kids? I think that's harmful. Yeah. Because obviously we have to keep these generations going and having kids does that. But when you, when you go to this length, then I would say, as I said earlier, this affects men too because they're going to have to approach everything differently now. I agree. And then my final point on all this is it's a very controversial and, and sort of maybe going against everything I've been, we've been talking about for 17 minutes. But I also, I, I, I don't like the way the media makes abortion the first resort. And you can debate me on this, but I feel like they could always have another way if, if it's not a danger to woman's health. I don't know. It's a fine line, but I often find that the media says, yeah, abort, abort, abort. And I'm like, no, if you, if you can give the kid a chance at life, give him a kid, give him or her a chance at life. That's kind of where I come at this. I agree with that on, in some ways, but I think, I think the only way abortion is necessary is if the Woman with a rape. That, yes, that is necessary. And if her health is in danger. And I okay. would say both are one and the same because a woman being raped, her health is in danger there too. And it's um, it's sickening to know that that specific could be off the books. I, I think that's just heinous, actually. Yeah. And you're going to see, I, I bet you have a lot of people telling their story one way or the other. I have a feeling. Um, but about, about overcoming that and maybe even abortion survivors, there are those too. And I wonder yeah. what they're thinking today. Me too. Because that's a story in itself. I mean, that's a real story of itself. But yeah. the bottom line is, do your mental health check-in as you as you listen to and you feel the physical sickness, the physical impact this will have because you do rightfully feel like your bodies are being violent. Like, you know, you're being told to do with what your body. There's no doubt about that right now. Exactly. But don't forget to do a mental health Check in because that will save your life at this point. Is is kind of where I think we're hitting home here. Yeah, exactly. And as I said, I don't know what the next week brings, but I sure hope it's a calm week into the Fourth of July. Me too. Woo! <laughs> like really, and then guns being open. Okay. Like here's another thing with the guns is that I believe 
Second Amendmenters de deserve the right after what we've seen on the subways, after what we've seen everywhere, people should be allowed to carry in some way, shape, or form. Because you don't know, nutsos are acting out everywhere, right? But this seems to be giving an open right to anybody. And I don't think that's right either. Like, I, there's got to be restrictions in place there too. You know, it's just crazy. They need extensive uh, mental health tests around trips. All of that. And by the way, Americans agree on all of this, meaning they agree to keep Roe v. Wade. They agree to background checks. They also agree to keep people's Second Amendment rights. I think there are a lot of people that still agree with that. So, SCOTUS, freaking listen to the people. And not your president that elected you, you know, to, to do this. That same president that, I will say it, had a rally on January 6th and did so much damage there too. It's, it's almost irreversible. And sometimes I'm even like, how do I even support that guy? I hate to say it, but that's just what it's coming down to now. And you know, I woke up every day defending Trump, and I'm really having buyer's remorse on that one. Because it's it's really become a mess. And I'm having remorse on Biden. The point is, no matter who we elect, the chaos will always ensue them. So how do we change everything for the better? How do we get people who will also elect qualified judges and yeah I think Gorsuch and Kavanaugh at the time were qualified I, I did uh, but they lied and I think that's got to be looked at a lot in the coming week anyway Danny thanks so much man for joining me tonight and this has been the Sunday pod I'm Alex Garrett we'll talk to you soon